Deep Dive. This is round 15 preview. How are you, Mr. Smith? I'm good, Trance. How are you going? I'm doing very well. We just did our bonus pod, so now we're heading into do the preview. So full slate of games finally back. So we had the buy rounds all done, thankfully. So back to nine games. Some pretty interesting games this round as well. First versus second. Massive game first up on the Thursday night. We've also got some really tight games, Giants, Hawks, so lots on the line there as well, Essen and North, so yep. some pretty interesting matchups that are going to you know, shape things to come for sure, and if Adelaide absolutely. can create an upset and you know, and push keep, West Coast out of the absolutely. way. Absolutely, keep, keep their very slim finals hopes alive, which again, be great for football. Yeah, and after being blindfolded in the van, I don't know, listening to the Richmond theme song, I don't think Adelaide would want to make the finals too much easier for Richmond by beating West Coast. Maybe they'll throw the game to make it even harder. Yeah, but who knows. Who knows. So anyway, big uh, thank you to our mates Hopster Home. So Hopster Home is a craft beer delivery service. So check out hopsterhome.com.au. What they do is they do monthly curations of craft beer. So they buy in craft beer from all across the country and then they put it into a neat pack for you per month. So IPAs, pale ales, stouts, porters. New English IPAs. That's it. We had earlier. Stouts. We stouts. Had, yeah, we had a collaboration between co-conspirators and Padre, Padre which yep. Padre being the coffee roasters and baristas yep. in Melbourne. And... Co-conspirators being an up-and-coming craft brewer, yeah, they, yeah, I think they're Northside now. I knew they were all over the shop, but yeah, very elegant, well-balanced porter with a yeah. with a hint of espresso. That's it, espresso with the accent and everything. So now definitely check them out, hopsterhome.com.au. They're really, really switched on business that are doing a really cool thing and there's you know so many craft beers out there at the moment so these guys do a really good job of curating them and getting them out to you it's really hard to keep track of so definitely check them out afl deep dives the promo code you can use to get 25 dollars off so that is a really 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 good deal let's cool. bang let's into the round right so into it yeah we've got a lot to talk about and there's a few <coughs> big games so let's start thursday night so the thursday nights continue and we've got a few more to come out of those as well first versus second doesn't get any better than this really no does so it? i think this clearly it's obviously Obviously, game of the rounds, Thursday nights. Why this game's not at the G is a bit of a question. I don't say that from a Richmond perspective. I, I say that from a crowd perspective. perspective yeah. Because this is going to sell Eddie Had out. They could easily have gotten high 60s, maybe even mid, low to mid 70s even. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think the big thing for me, two massive teams, first versus second. Richmond, three out of the last five. They've dropped a couple. You know, Sydney, five straight. So, you know, they're, they're really, really on the... On the board now, and, and these two teams are right at the very, very top. So, I I mean, 7.20. Eddie had indoors, perfect conditions. You would expect... I'm going to go one with One of Richmond. the best games. You'd expect yeah. this to be one of the best games of the season so it, far. You'd think so. So, these guys have had a, a real story history as well. So, Sam Lloyd had that incredible goal after the pretty much after the siren at the back end of that game a few years ago. And they've had really close games... The last couple of years, there was that heartbreaking loss to the last year. So the last time that Richmond lost to Sydney was at the uh, MCG. So that was the last time that they lost at the MCG as well. So, And two of the most entertaining and prolific game winners in the comp going head-to-head, although playing different positions between Dustin Martin for Richmond in yeah. the midfield and Buddy uh, up forward for, for Sydney. So it looks like Prestia is going to be back for That's Richmond for now. Richmond. So I don't know whether I, we spoke about this uh, off the podcast or on it, but I wasn't sure whether they would hold on to him for another week, but it sounds pretty certain that he is going to play. So he's almost certain to come back in. So I think what they'll do is they'll 
probably uh, Ryan Garrethwaite, who I thought was quite good, and I, I actually thought he was you know pretty solid. But look, it's I'd imagine he he comes out and they'll shuffle things around slightly. Mm. So there's you know a lot of people pushing at the door at the VFL level for Richmond as well. So there's look there's there's a lot of upside. Sydney, you know, are, are they due a loss? They've been up for quite a while. It sounds like Jared McVeigh is going to be back. Big. Yeah, which is obviously a, a quite a quality in. It's uh, yeah, look it's an interesting one. It's both teams are at relative full health. Health, yeah. No, there's no, it's not sort of, you know, all the no missing darling. There's, this, you know, big sort of asterisks to the game. Now, this, I mean, they're probably missing some good players and some fringe players to injury, but that's about it for both but sides. But it's not, no major keys. Not major, and they probably balance out each other anyway. I think so. So this is a, yeah, it's about, on paper, it's about as good as it's going to get. So obviously, Buddy Rance will be always exciting. They've had a lot of battles over the years. Rance has been a little bit down. Maybe um, Franklin, you know, gets a bit off the chain. Interesting know if they've ever played against each other at Etihad. Well, they must have at least once because Richmond have a quota to play there. So okay, but I do don't. You're, yeah, you're but, right in that. I don't know why they would schedule this. And from the from the outset, from the year, it did seem very strange that they would put this one at Etihad. I so, guess. Anyway. Yeah, I guess it's they have at, to. At some point, they've got to play our game there or two. So they have to play two a year. Yeah. So it's it's one of those ones where uh, I I get both sides of the argument. Obviously, I would far and away prefer. It to be at the MCG because then more fans are going to be able to access it. Absolutely. Anyway, who are you tipping? Who, I mean, who do you think? Tough. It's tough. Su- it's, it's such a hard so tip. Tough because if it was at the G, even, actually no, yeah. I'd even, it doesn't matter if it was at the MCG or SCG. I would be struggling to pick a winner in this game. I think it's roll the dice. I'm going to go with Tigers. I think Richmond for me. I, I just think Richmond have got enough to to get going. I think Sydney. They play it. He had. Pretty well, they were there recently, and they obliterated St Kilda. But St Kilda are a pretty average side, so yep. I don't think that's going to happen again. And I think Sydney might be about due a loss, so I'm going to go with the Tigs. They, you know, they're in a position where I think Richmond are sitting pretty, pretty solid, and yep. I think they're ready to start revving the engine a little bit more. And Prestia's are, I think, a pretty important in. So Prestia and McVeigh being, you know, the two major ins and. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting too is both teams are going to be coming off the bye. Oh. So it's about as even as it really can yeah. get. There's no, you know, unevenness to it at all. Yeah. So both teams, I mean, obviously the, the only aspect is that obviously Sydney have to travel, but uh, Sydney it's have proven that they can travel and travel very well. And it's it's such a short flight from Sydney to Melbourne. It's really not yeah. that much. And they've, they've figured out traveling very, very well. Actually, it's quicker to get to Melbourne for them than it is to go to Spotless Stadium. Yeah. I'd imagine, yeah. So... It's uh, yeah, but look, it's massive game. I mean, tactically, it'll be fascinating to see. I mean, I think with the size of Eddie had, Sydney will go for their style of football and play that Sydney brand as best as they can. Whether Richmond allow them to do that as well is an interesting question. Fascinating, yeah. How Vlostone <clears throat> performs against you know what what is the quality and you know sort of unorthodox and you know quite an unusual forward line to some degree as well will be interesting too well, did City run through their mid and forward line more they than do. probably any other team Colin would probably been the only, only other one. one yeah so it'll be interesting to see how that staunch back six of Richmond yeah deal or 
and how flexible they are when some smaller zippier players come through that Sydney have got, like your Papleys, your Heenies, yeah. Um, and then obviously Buddy being the focal point, and whether they play him as a focal point. Um, well, how they play Buddy is another question as well with this game. Because yeah, I think Boston's the one to go to him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, and then what they do with Rance. Um, you, you'd probably think that that I mean yeah, I mean even there's so many interesting storylines out of this. I mean even Nan Curvis um, Sinclair and Sinclair and the Ruck is a, is an interesting yep. battle as well. So yeah, look, it, it, this is about as good as it's going to get. I, I as I said, I am going to go with Richmond, but I would not be remotely surprised if yeah. um, Sydney were to do this. It really is a complete flip of the coin, and you know that. Yeah, we don't know the team, final teams, all that type of stuff. But I don't so. think it's going to change. I think Longmire indicated that it, it's going to remain unchanged, and Hardwick indicated that the only change would be Prestia in, and and you know it's looking pretty likely that uh, McVeigh will play. But aside from you know outside of those two, that that'll be it. That'll be it. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether Sydney continue with the Lear or whether they take a Lear out and put McVeigh in. I would play a Lear. But then that creates the problem of how how do you kind of fix that Deal with around? the manning pressure so, and that Richmond have. Yeah, I I'd be inclined to drop a Lear and it's a fast play. deck though, so yeah. he could be good on that on that. So it's a there's a it'd be fascinating to see what lineups they go with, and that might actually end up dictating who ends up winning because it is such a funny funnily close game. So yeah, true. How Rewalt goes too will be interesting as well. I mean, you know, you've got Kennedy Cochin. I mean, it, it's it's across the whole ground in every line. There's something really exciting to look forward to. So yeah. big matchups. Yeah, as you said, against on each line and hitting at each other at a perfect time. You know, one versus two. I mean, the, the AFL couldn't hope for anything better. The ratings for this game will be huge. Huge, yeah, and yeah, like it will be a sellout, and they'll get huge numbers watching it on TV. That's it. Yeah. So I think we'll, so. We'll both go with Richmond, but again, look, you're not um, not if, you, if you're in a tipping comp, you're not um, you know going to necessarily lose by going for Sydney this this you know yeah. Sydney have proven that they're, they're really capable of winning away consistently throughout the year so mm. and they've won some amazing matches for a while there they had way more, they had more wins away than they had at home yeah so I mean this it's a very very difficult tip but I think you know given that Richmond are really seemingly hitting very very good form now yeah you'd think that they might just be able to sneak it in, in Melbourne but in Melbourne anyway. yeah and just Get that breakaway. That's it, yeah. And I think, you know, in terms of major matchups, I mean, it'd be fascinating to see Lance France match up because it's always, it's always interesting to see those two go head to head. Yeah, and they're so good and they know each other's game very, very well. So. Yeah. And who gets more intercept marks at each end? You know, with, no. you've got Grundy and then you've got Vlosten, you've got two just jokers that you just don't hear much about. But they're yeah, and then the runoff back off their half back line. Yeah. It's, There's so many elements to it, isn't there? We, we could can really keep talk going. And I mean, talk and talk, but it's, um, um, there's yeah. eight more games. That's so it. Better. So we'll keep going. But yeah, we're yeah, both tipping Richmond in that game. Friday night, we've got another interesting game: Dogs versus the Cats. So 14th versus seventh. Dogs have lost their last five, so not great. Cats just lost to the Tigs prior to the bye. Uh, they've gone three out of five, so loss, win, win, loss. Yeah, so Eddie had as well. So Eddie had back a, to back. 
so which is unusual. But I think this could potentially be another close game as well. Mm. The dogs mm. actually showed a fair bit of resilience last weekend, and obviously they want to prove to the footy world that they're not done and dusted, and that that was a mistake in the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So. I mean, I'm still going to go with cats. I'm yeah, I'll be tipping. I'll be cats tipping have got much more yeah. class, and they've got bigger bodies and, and whatnot. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it might be sort of mid 20, 24, 28 points. I was just going to say, I reckon cats by twenty six points. Yeah. I, I think Geelong too, too much, much on on the line for yeah. Geelong to lose this game. So right now, if they lose, they are threatened with dropping out of the eight. Well, so the big thing is, so Geelong, as I said, sitting at seven, so they're on eight wins, thirty two points with one hundred and twenty six. So there are four teams on eight. So you've got Hawthorne, North, Geelong, and the D's all on eight. So it is all so tight. Yeah. And with nine games back again as well. So it, look, it's, it's yeah, I, I think there's too much on the line for Geelong to lose this game. And Dogs will, you know, not want to go without a, a whimper, but it's, it's season over. And, and the reality is, mathematically, even if you want to look at it like that, they have to win every game to make finals from here. And, and, and it's if, not going to happen. And if rumours are... Uh, right, uh, Lou Dehaas will be doing an interview on Friday to Geelong. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you'd think that there's... So he'll play foot, good footy, which means the doggies will probably play good footy. Maybe, but I don't think it's going to be enough to get them over Not the line. Enough, and no. Wallace and, you know, I, I just... Yeah, I can't consciously tip them. And a lot of them, even half the, the players that are still in for the dogs are carrying injuries like Boyd with his finger and a whole range of things. Like, it's going to have to... The wheels will have to fall off at some point. And yeah. right now, they're sort of rigging along it. Two and a bit wheel, so it's going to have to. Back one's going to have to come off at some point. It's yeah, shaking right. pretty heavily. So, and the cats, you know, look, they're they they've done, I think, pretty well this year. Given they've had the injuries that they've had, they've you know had to readjust their structure a number of times. They've had to figure out how this trio works. They've been without Scott Selwood quite a bit, which is you know he, he's a really important part to their uh, you know cog to their machine. You know Guthrie's been out as well, so no, look, hardly any Harry Taylor, no Henderson. Well, Taylor, no Henderson, yeah, no so Ruck. Well, that's the thing. I mean, uh, well, inconsistent Rucks. Yeah. So they've they've had a lot of a lot of issues, but it sounds like Scott Selwood um, and Cam Guthrie will both come back. But um, it sounds like Taylor might need another week or so. Uh, Wiley Buzzer. So you never know with the Cats ins, given how late they tend to throw the dice around. Yeah, exactly. But I'd imagine Guthrie and Selwood will come in. they they got to win these games. They need, they need to start getting a couple together and creating a bit of space between them and the um, people around them. Yeah, so. absolutely. Don't, don't disagree with that. They've got and, a good percent, and, but and they need numbers too. They are just starting to gel that, um, yeah. that midfield especially. Yeah. And and, and that back line looks great too. Oh, it does. It looks super tight. And they're only going to get better as as these other players that we've just mentioned uh, come in. I mean, Menzel's another one to come in. And I think Stanley, now that they've chosen to go with him in the ruck, is, well, he was pretty down against Richmond. The weeks before that, he actually played some decent football. Yeah. I think he realises that he's not there to dominate the ruck. He's no, not going no, no. to. But as long as he's making a contest at the ruck, yeah. to just give his mids a chance of getting the ball and then maybe sneak forward and, and get a goal here and there that's that's all they need from him so yeah, yeah and yeah I, I think they'll there's too much class 
that's it's the thing. To, to, and to, there's, the, too, the there's way too exactly. And sorry, there's way too much on the line as well. I mean, it looks like Suckling's a bit of a chance to come in, but I still I still think it could be a bit of a chance to play him, and he might be pretty undergiven. He's coming back after that Achilles. Yeah, so just play the kids and let. Give I think him that's going to be the way really to recover it. from it. He's still got a few years. Well, they're going to need him for next running. year. Exactly right. So I think yeah, both of us we're we're pretty firmly with the cats. I yeah. I just can't consciously tip the dogs after they will win some more games through now and the back end of the year but I don't think this is going to be one of them no I think the, not the, in current form no I think the games that the dogs are going to win later in the year against um, other people or other teams in the bottom five six that they, I think oh yeah got about and they have got a couple them, yeah, yeah. So. they'll win some more they'll probably finish with eight or nine wins for the year which is not great but then you know let's see how they go next year Next game, so into the Saturdays. First, on Saturday, we have Carlton versus The Power. 18th versus 5th. Carlton lost their last five. Port have done really well, so been a win, loss, win, win, win. 145 at the MCG. Power for me. Um, They're going to be loving yeah. the fact that they get a <laughs> game at, yeah, and a game at the MCG just to get their familiar surrounds of um, the, the cauldron that is the G. They don't get to play there very often, no. and especially in grand final time slot type time. So yeah, that's true, and it's it's a it's they've been wanting more and more, and you know I, the thing for me with Carlton they they've had all year up down up down, and they had a pretty good up against Collingwood. Yeah. So this is a down. For it me. is, and unfortunately, it's a down for a three hundred game for Kate, Kate Simpson, Simpson, which yeah. I, I mean they're going to come out all guns blazing. They'll try, Port, but yeah. but Port. They've got to be in the top three form teams of the comp at the moment. But we're right. The thing about it is, we're right in that window. This happens now. We're post by between now and round kind of twenty twenty one, where teams just think we've got to just blare it from here. Yeah. Win as much as we can, and then if you you know if a couple fall at the back end, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, this is a game they need six, to win, and they need percentage too. Um, vital and they'll they'll probably win by about twelve goals. Well, Power are at fifth. They're a game ahead of those that bracket I mentioned before at eight. But you know they're still sitting. Their percentage is slightly less than Collingwood, so they're sitting with one hundred and thirteen percent. So their percentage is actually not great. If you go, yeah, they'll need to get into the one twenties. Well, if you look at a percentage ladder, they're actually not doing that well. So in the eight, Melbourne, Geelong, West Coast, Sydney, Richmond are all ahead of them. So yeah. they, that's the thing. I mean, I th- and then a few of them aren't far away. So, oh, sorry, and North as well. So it's yeah, it's an interesting predicament. But I think Port, they've just got way too much on the line to lose this game. I know it's away, but they performed pretty well away. Oh, this year they beat, away. they beat Sydney up in Sydney. You know, they've done some really quality things away. So I, yeah, they almost beat I just can't see Tassie. them dropping this. No, I can't either. I actually think they're going to annihilate Carlton. Yeah, I think probably 50 points, I think, in the end, at yeah, least. I think it's so, about 70. Yeah, and it, could, it absolutely could blow out that far. 18th versus 5th. So. Yeah, look, hopefully not, because it would be hopefully really embarrassing. Not. Hopefully it is a close game for, for Kate Simpson and Carlton's. I mean, they've just come off a, a gutsy effort. Yeah. As long as they... And that's, again, that's all they have to do, and it could be a 20-point game. And if they only if they get within 20 points of Port, even 30 points, that's still a decent outing, I reckon. Mm. But anyway, uh, I can't see them getting that close. No, and the other thing on top of it, so ins and outs, so it looks like Cruz is not going to play. So again, more injuries. He's just been yeah. riddled with disease. That Un- guy, unluckiest guy uh, ever. Casbold as well. He must have done something really bad in a past life. Must have Casbold as well. No good. Plowman is season over. over. 
Mark Murphy's, I'd say, almost no chance to play. Yeah, look, I think with all that out on top of it, yeah, there, it there's no help. chance. No. no. So let's keep moving. So both are power for us. Next game at Adelaide Oval, Adelaide versus the Eagles. Interesting game, Adelaide 11th versus West Coast 3rd. So this is a twilight game at 4.05. 4.05? Adelaide Strange. Time? Adelaide, no, no, this is East yeah, Coast is, time. No, oh, ACT. Yeah. ACT, so Australia's yeah. central time. Yep. Uh, so Adelaide lost the last four, so they've really dropped off the perch. Um, Eagles have lost the last two, interestingly, but they've yeah. you know obviously won a truckload before that. Yeah, well, we, uh, part of me goes, this is the upset of the round, mm. but I can't. I, I just can't. I, I cannot. No. I cannot pick Adelaide, especially after what's just gone on this week. To I mean, they potentially get Sloan back. Well, I think he's Lynch. a chance to play. So it looks Lead. like Sloan's going to play. Yeah, it looks like I mean, Laird might be al- back. I mean, if all those ins come back... I think they're going to be underdone in, so... I still give them a chance because who's kicking goals? No, no I don't doubt that, yeah. Yeah, look, it's interesting. I mean, that the, the big issue is that they're going to be without Kennedy and Darling oh, still. So, look, Adelaide are a real chance. I, I'm going to go with West Coast, but I, this is a game that I think it's one to wait and right up until the day to see who plays and who doesn't because it's yeah I think if they was... get those players back in I'm tipping Adelaide you're going with Adelaide yeah. but right here right now I'm going West Coast because I'm going with form like I've said well, a few weeks ago I'm West to Coast are in obviously great form no. they lost the last two but at the same time they, they, they've got to bounce back and I think They'll, they got a bit of a reality check, I think. Absolutely, and they'll be looking ahead at the games that they've got. Well, they're, they're probably, they've probably, because they lost, they're not ahead anymore. And they've got a tough month of football after... I mean, if you include this game, it's tough, because Adelaide, Adelaide Oval's tough, regardless of whether they're missing players in their form. They get their home crowd advantage. That's like having an extra two players out there. They know the ground so well. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to this game. I've, it's a really good game, and I, I think, for me, if, as you say, if, exactly, you're exactly right, they are able to get a lot of these quality finally back, and if they're able to play 70-80%, they just might have a chance. Mm. At the moment, West Coast just have a lot of issues offensively. so They're getting West Coast at a good time. They are, but uh, yeah, how, how well can... even if, I, This is the thing. The, uh, Adelaide's back line, how well are they going to do against a, a, what is a, a not an amazing uh, forward line? You know, the, the problem is as well as Lacroix could still get off the chain too. He's still there. So that's the thing. Like they haven't lost you, everything. I know that. I, I think the most important player that's come back for Adelaide would be Laird mm. because he just galvanises that back He's half. A contested animal. Yeah. And then he, you know, he just dominates throughout the and the corridor. So yeah. yeah, just beautiful run. But yeah, look, I think for me, yeah, I'm going to go with the West Coast Eagles. But mm. geez, it, this is a. I mean, again, I think it, it comes down to there just being so much on the line. I just don't think West West. I mean, obviously West Coast could afford to lose a bit, but then yeah, yeah, I, they've got a real chance. I mean, after seeing Adelaide against Hawthorne, I, I don't know. I just can't consciously tip them. But if they get a couple back in, then yeah, maybe that flips it around. But is it going to be enough? Interesting game, but no, I think we'll both go with the Eagles. But definitely wait on the ins and outs for this game because this could be it could flip it. Yeah, I'll wait till the ends. I might even get on Twitter and go. Oh, flip I've it. changed it. Yeah. <laughs> So the yeah look I think yeah at this point it's Eagles for me you'd think so but yeah I mean Adelaide 
It's uh, not very convincing. They've got to they've got to bounce back at some point, and they will win some games. But yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Jeez, if, if anyone's a betting person, the, get on the Eagles because yeah. they're not favourites. I don't know if this is um, updated or not, but we're just looking at a, a list weird. of the, the fixture. But um, yeah, no, fascinating game, and and you know I think there's been deficiencies in in Adelaide's game that that the Eagles could could exploit. exploit. Yeah. Absolutely, and and you know that I think Gaff can can kill them, but it'll be interesting to see. So, Gold Coast Suns versus the Pies, fifteenth versus fourth. Do we even bother? That's it. I think forget it. Next game. Oh, the Suns aren't going to get. So the Suns five in a row. They have lost. Pies five in a row. They won. So <laughs> doesn't look very good for the Gold Coast. Collingwood by how much? I think Collingwood by sixty points. I reckon, and you know they're without. I don't think the Trollor factor is going to matter yet it will matter in time so if you're not aware Trelaw's out for two months which is obviously not ideal and Sam Day comes out of Gold Coast but I guess it's not going to make a hell of a lot of difference it sounds like uh, Stephen May's a chance to come back Rory Thompson a bit of a chance as well but they, they don't have anywhere near the capabilities to beat Collingwood right now and there are only really I think probably five or six teams in the league that have the capability I was about, about to say exactly the same there's not too many teams that could go with Collingwood right this stage no they look really good although the Trawlers are big out not, not he for, is, not for, not, for this game. not for this yeah. game no for some of those teams that could actually beat them that's it so Levi Greenwood will come out as well because of the concussion um, and then Dale Thomas got suspended for that but again we didn't speak about that but well, it's not going to make a difference for that no. game Ben Reid Travis Varco look like they're a bit closer so Varco would be a really handy in that would really help in the pace department with Trelaw coming out Absolutely. and also that ability to push forward and switch goals. as well yep yeah. uh, Ben Crocker kicked uh, five in the VFL and they did quite well the Maggie so yeah it's, it's a, there's a couple of different aspects there but yeah it's not not going to make much of a difference for mine I'm, I'm happy to keep moving if you are yeah you it's such a one-sided affair that game oh look it's there's there's really I think there's pretty much no chance that that's going to go the Suns way and I think the, the big thing is let's just hope from the Suns perspective that they don't lose by too much and embarrass themselves further in front of the home crowd because they've you know had, had hardly any home games this year obviously with the Commonwealth games they finally got back to there and they're busted us on one wheel by the time they got seriously there's not a lot to do on the Gold Coast anymore you're not going to go to Dreamworld are you well no they they cut costs on their um, repairs I saw in the inquest did you see that yeah they're cooked and they've got a footy team that's cooked as well Mm, well put it in the ocean mate yeah absolutely next game move to Brisbane that's it next game Giants versus the Hawks so Giants 10th Hawks 9th so very interesting game Giants went loss loss win 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 and then the exact same thing for the Hawks as well loss loss win 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 interesting game 725 Spotless Stadium 9th versus 10th 9th versus 10th Hawks as you pointed out last week or you might have been off the podcast I can't remember but Hawks have performed pretty poorly at Spotless oh they have pounced oh pounced they have pants they have pants Hawthorne last two times Hawthorne yeah after Hawthorne panting them initially. Um, There's been a lot of pantsing. Lots of pantsing. There hasn't <laughs> never been a close game between these two. I don't believe... We were living in Sydney and you and I went to see... It was about would have been about two or three years ago we went up there and we thought oh this will be a good game and Hawthorne lost by about 85 points something it? like that I don't think we even st- did we, I think I've never we seen, stayed at the end I've never seen Hawthorne lose by that much in my entire life and I, you I were in saw, shock I saw them in the late 90s mm. 
no, yeah, anyway, I don't think much is going to change, except I don't think it's going to be a big result either way, and I can't see Hawthorne winning, unfortunately. Mm. I don't, even without Cameron and Green not back, I think that midfield of the Giants is going to be too fast, unless Clarko decides to bring some pace in off the VFL. There's a number of young kids that are really quick in our VFL team. John O'Rourke, Cousins, Lovell, they're really fast. If he decides to just roll the dice and just see if they're up to it, mm. maybe. But otherwise, it's, I think it's going to be tough. I mean, Burgoyne's out now. So, you know, Cyril, Birchall's still away. They're the type of players Burgoyne's you want. injured. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I'm going with Greater Western Sydney, but not convincingly. I'm going to go with the Hawks. I think they're going to be able to cause an upset. It sounds like there was a lot of talk that Toby Green was going to play in this game. I think that was a bit of scuttle, but mm. I don't think he's going to play. So if you're listening to this, let's use this as our um, time to talk a bit about Cameron. So Cameron uh, just got five weeks, so we didn't talk about it in the review because we did that on Monday night. It's now Tuesday night. So yeah, we got the yeah know the result. So we know the result five now, weeks. which I'm sure by the time this comes up, you'll well and truly know it. Um, I mean, for me, five weeks is probably about right. What do you think? Do you think that's fair enough? Yeah, I, anywhere between four and six, I thought was going to be good. I think four weeks, based on medical, or based on just the action, yeah. was right. But then the report came out, and we heard the, the bleeding. The bleeding. Yeah. So that's an extra week. <clears throat> and if they really wanted to um, lay down the gauntlet for the rest of the players out there, not to do stupid acts and, and think about whether you can make a contest. If you can't. Leave alone six weeks would six weeks probably a little bit too harsh. He was very remorseful afterwards. He obviously spoke to to him after the game and texted him that night or the day well, after. Well, he approached him though, so Harris came up to Cameron. Yeah, but I think Cameron would have done. Well, we hope so. You would hope so. Yeah. So it's it, I mean it's a touchy thing to go being no, a remonstrator. Yeah. Sometimes team officials don't want you going near that player because they might be still dazed and confused and all that type of stuff. So it was, I mean, at the end, it was it was sportsmanlike afterwards, which is probably the most important thing after the fact. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I look, what a stupid, stupid decision. No, I can't. I think about the baseline from dazed and confused. But no, I know, I know what you mean. In terms of Cameron, yeah, I think the big thing for me is he is reckless at times and this is not the first time it's happened. And if you look at Ben Brown or Jack Rewald, we were just talking about this before we started recording over dinner and I think for me <laughs> there's a lot of there are other forwards that can impact the marking contest and bring the ball to ground without murdering somebody and he's got to be really careful and yeah, I know he, he wants to play nice and hard nice and hard he kept saying afterwards well mate you've nearly murdered somebody so I think you probably need to draw it back a bit yeah he was obviously way too late to the contest and yeah. he, he and, and, and well. all of a sudden went oh hang on I'm going to have to protect myself and he didn't protect himself in the right way he could didn't need to if he had a dropped his shoulder and sort of like you ready to hip and shoulder yeah the impact would have been high but it would have been lower impact and the damage to the player wouldn't have been as bad if even concussed at all mm-hmm. and but he shouldn't have even got to the yeah I know he would have spray from Leon Cameron but you know is it better to I don't know not kill someone and get a spray from your captain or your coach sorry or the other way around well as I said on the review and I won't repeat myself too much but it, if you didn't hear it the, the main thing for me as well I mean obviously we wish all the best to Harris you know clearly that's that's the main part of it but parking that the other thing is that Cameron and the Giants are in a situation they're in a predicament where the team's done poorly throughout the year compared to the 
last couple of years and the talent they have on their list. I get they've had a number of injuries, but they're in a situation now where they really need to start winning if they are to make finals. And they're without a, a key aspect for the next five weeks. So, yeah. And there's the first three of those are massive games. The next two are a bit easier, but they were a chance they could have gotten percentage. So five weeks is a serious, serious yeah. um, and, and amount of damage. Especially do. when they're in that period now that some of those key injuries are going to be coming back. They've already got Kelly back. Well, he's back, but Green looks like he's two to three, three still. Full. They're not going to be, Cameron's not going to be. No, exactly. is coming back in three or four. Yeah. So they were going to build and build and build. It's going to be too little too late, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very, I mean, yeah. obviously, first and foremost, don't want to see that on the footy field. No, but the timing yeah. for the, the team, that the Giants is, Well, from a football ideal. perspective, exactly. Yeah, it's horrendous timing. Yeah. So, um, lesson to be learned and we'll see if he actually learns it because, as you said earlier, it's not the first time he's um, not no, he got thought about, weeks, yeah, yeah, not thought about um, what he's doing His in, action. A, yeah. in in the contest. So, and it's it's sad because he doesn't need to do it. He's a pretty classy footballer. Yeah, he's, he seems like a really good bloke as well. And all you hear is, you know, he's a really nice guy. But I think just the way he goes at the contest at times is reckless. Yeah, I think someone at the Giants now needs to just sit down with him while he's not playing footy and go, mate, when you're in this position, look look at your pace and get a mental evaluation of mm. what's going on and knowing your pace and knowing what your limitations are because, yeah, there's there's other ways he could have done that. I think so too. So for me, I'm going to go with the Hawks. You're going to go with the Giants. I just think the Hawks are going to turn it around. I think they've got enough pieces to be able to make it happen. Yeah. With the outs that the Giants have. Yeah, That's the big problem for me. The Hawks have got much more to play for at this point. Way it's, more. Yeah. Well, they both do, but yeah. Well, they've got the half game break. They know that North Melbourne have got a much tougher run and all that type of stuff. I'm just concerned that what I've seen the last two times at Spotless is going to be too much of a, a mountain for them to climb. They've lost Bergon, as I said. No Rioli still. I don't. I, you know, I just don't think they've got the pace in the midfield. No, yeah. I mean, so Giants... So both of them travelled last week. Giants went up to the Gabba. And then Hawthorne went over to Tassie. So that's a, I think it's pretty even. They both played on the same day, almost about the same sort of time. time. So I don't, about the same distance, yeah. The, all same the other distance. Stuff. I think it all evens out about as much as it can. I think Clarko will you know, really start to rev the engines for this year. And I think it would be really disappointing to see them lose this game. So I reckon he's going to push as hard as he can. I hope and, so. Um, I, look, at, I, I'm going to go with the Hawks. But um, it's obviously a very close game, 10th versus 9th. I still think it's going to be... You know, Giants have got a lot of outs, but they've got enough that all that'll sort of, you know... Make it, make it happen. So. Yeah. Next game into the Sunday, Melbourne versus St Kilda, sixth versus sixteenth. So poor old St Kilda. Melbourne uh, win, 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 loss, loss. So they've gone not so well the last two weeks. They played very well against Port, narrowly just lost. Uh, St Kilda were able to finally get a win against the uh, Gold Coast Suns up there, and then they had the bye. So that's not, I don't think, going to help St Kilda coming off the bye. Not ideal. G. Obviously, Melbourne travelled, but yeah. Uh, D's for me by probably 40 points, I reckon, for me. I'm going to put a 1 in front of that 4. 140? Yeah, they might. They, might. they are going to annihilate. Well, this is, this is the, the week for Hogan to get back into form. Yeah, uh, he'll get off the chain, I think. Um, 
I can't see... Like, don't get me wrong, St Kilda have been showing signs of improvement. This is the type of game where Melbourne go, you know what, we've had a couple of downish weeks, haven't been at our best. Probably could do with a percentage boost because they're only sitting at about 135. Mm. Um, just keep everyone else away. Yeah, look, I think it could be a, a big, big win for Melbourne. Uh, they played the G much better than St Kilda too. St Kilda don't have that outside run to enjoy the open spaces all of the, the G. All the offensive structures. No, they definitely don't have the open uh, offensive structures. All the targets, all the... Yeah, I think it's... a oh, lots. Yeah, I think it's a game for Petrarca to uh, get back some much-needed form, form as, as well. well yeah. yeah. So Tom McDonald is a chance to not play with his ribs, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens to him. Neville Jetta as well. He had a, a mild concussion and a bit of an ankle issue as well, so they'll monitor him throughout the week, and if they're any chance of not looking very good, I'm sure they'll park them, given they'll probably beat St Kilda, you would think, without those two pieces. Uh, yeah. the, the missing lever kind of, you know, defensive issues that Melbourne have at the moment, I don't think that's going to matter against the Saints, so we can forget about that. And, you know, offensively, I think Melbourne have got enough weapons to make this happen. Yeah. St Kilda are, you know, they're, they're nowhere near. No. Nah. It's, it's, yeah. Season over, start rebuild. I think or so. start focusing on next year. Yeah, start focusing on trying to get Sloan to come over. So, yeah, it's it sounds like Jaron Geary is going to be back um josh bruce as well they might give him a bit of a chance so yeah look it's i'd imagine um webster had that uh, groin as well so they might put in geary so there's a few different options that they can kind of play around with but for me yeah i don't think it's going to make a difference either way so both to being the d's yeah by a long long way Easily. Next game, Essendon versus North, 12th versus 8th. Yeah, Essendon other... done really well, actually. They've turned it around. They've won, so two wins, lost two wins. And then North, only the one loss out of the last five. So they've done quite well. Essendon, you know, coming off a you know nice sort of start-up again with a couple of wins in a row. And then North with that blinder game against um, the Doggies last week. So Eddie had again. Eddie had again. The, so the ground. they both played this game ground extremely well. And if Essendon can produce even 80% of what they produced against, against the West Eagles, Coast, yeah. they, they've got this. I think this is... Comfortably. This is a, they're a big, big chance to win this game, Essendon. Yep. This is, for me, I would say the hardest tip of the round. Because I think it... it it's you can look at it in a number of different ways, and they've got two defenders that are legitimately able to stop Brent Brown in Michael Hurley and um, Collier. Yeah, they're both physically big enough and fast enough to match him. Obviously, he's a little bit taller than Collier, but I think Michael Hurley can match Ben Brown for most of the game. I, I don't think he'll completely stop him. Ben Brown's too good of a player. I think where Essen will win is that outside dash. I think and, and Bell Chambers will probably be a little bit too good for Goldie as yeah. good as Goldie's been no I, I agree and I think yeah Belchamps I think you know he, he was actually really really good last week as well we spoke quite a bit about him in the review so Redmond for Essendon Mason Redmond looks like he's going to be out Josh Green as well so they've got a couple of other options they might give Aaron Francis a bit of a run uh, Matt D as well even Hartley there's a, there's a couple around that look like they could be a bit of a chance so th- look there's a, there's a few different options that Essendon have that um, that you know can work towards their favour and
and, and North, yeah. you'd think would remain relatively unchanged. The only major thing is Hart's only did his hamstring. Hammy, so. yeah. But he, I mean, he wasn't meant to be playing last week anyway, so no. I'll just probably replace him with someone else. So it looks like Ben Jacobs will come back after concussion. So there's a couple of, but there's you know there are other options that they've got there. It'll so. be an interesting role. For, if he, well, if Jacobs comes back, Who what does he tag? Ta- well, that's the thing. Is there someone worth tagging on Essendon's team? Pepple. Is he that important to tag? Or Smith. Yeah, I was thinking Smith or Sard. Yeah. So that that's that'll be interesting to see how Scott goes about that, and I think this will be a cracker. I think behind the Swans Richmond game, I think this will be the other really good game. As yeah, far I'm looking as forward to watching this. Uh, closeness of winning margin. I think this will be a goal. So that'll be on free to wear because it's back to the normal setup. So they'll do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday the full game. So. Yeah. Because um, Freya, I've got their lock, stock, and Sunday afternoon barrel. Two smoking biscuits. Yeah, we'll get to I, that uh, No, I think, yeah, look, for me, I'm going to... Jeez, this is a bloody hard game to tip. It really is. Both are in the same type of form. Essendon are starting to pick up. North were lucky to get away with the win, but they did what they needed to. They're all good teams too. They they find a way of winning. Yeah. I'm going Dons. Yeah, I think the other thing too is Essendon get a really long break. So they played Thursday night against the Eagles last week. So they've gone from Thursday... Say all the way to Sunday, so they get a massive break. Yeah, so the travel is null, null and void there. I think forget about the travel exactly. Um, but it was such an easy game for them too. I don't think they're going to be heavy in the legs. Uh, nice warm conditions, so they're not going to be too. Yeah, it was bruised. nice, wasn't it? But likewise, Whereas North had a beat up game. Beat up, they, yeah, they, 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 they physical. Nearly, well, they nearly lost it. I, I'm going to go with the Dons. Yeah. I just think, well. yeah, I think there's, there's, there's. Even though North obviously got a hell of a lot to play for, they scraped over the line and good on them for for doing what they did that Houdini act in the last few minutes. But um, yeah. th- to be fair, that did come off. Like, this is the thing: if Wallace doesn't kick it out on the fall, it doesn't happen. So almost certainly, there was only yeah. forty odd seconds to go. Had someone taken a mark there, and there were, there, and there was players around the ball there. So I think, yeah. um, for me, yeah, I, I think Essendon, they, they're starting to look real good and you know their their recruits as we spoke about in the review are really starting to rev up and fit into this side yeah that's it so yeah and, and, it's and a, all of a sudden it's, it's hard if, it? if, if that happened it's uh, 12th versus v11 because north would have dropped to 11th had they lost that game that's the thing yeah but look, look. but they didn't so <clears throat> no and good on them and yeah, not to take anything away from them they've been fantastic all year and we've been you know really um all over north all year we've definitely given their due time a lot of podcasts don't tend to unless they're directly about north but because they obviously don't have a massive supporter base or anything like that but we try to give even time to all the teams behind but yeah for me behind west coast they've probably been the most entertaining team to yeah, visually absolutely. the most entertaining team to watch so in terms of north as well it sounds like weight's probably not going to be no, back he's either, probably another so week or two it's eh? unlikely he's coming back so it sounds i'd imagine jacobs comes in for hartung and that that'll be the direct swap yeah and um yeah essendon will obviously they'll be very little pieces in north will be super cautious about weight uh, irrespective of they need whether the finals they, if they're yeah, going to make it exactly they'll, they'd rather <clears throat> try and get to the finals without him so that he's right for finals than get him in to get to finals and then not have him because that makes it much harder to do anything in finals so, yeah i agree yeah yeah so, so don's, yeah, don's for me don's, don's for, for me yeah. yeah don's for both of us so next game last game of the round Frio versus the Lions. So Frio 13th versus 17th. Frio won their last two. And Brisbane have lost their last four. So they've really dropped off the perch now. And still only 
the one, one win. win. Eesh. Eesh. And uh, Frio sitting with six wins. So I, I think Frio are a good side at home. I think they're going to win this game. I, I think Brisbane are, you know, they're, they're, as we've spoken about, they're fine. They're fine, yeah. <laughs> they're fine, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where they're going to be it good, is... but and they've finally got some quality, you know, uh, staff up there. But I, I think, no, for me, this is a, yeah, this is a big... Um, Big struggle, I think, to go to the other side of the country and win over there. I, yeah. I just think Freya were a two or three goal better side than them over there. And yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Harris Andrews obviously comes out. So, yeah. Yeah, and look, mixed day, he's going to be a star. And he probably comes back in. And Josh Walker probably comes back in. Robertson potentially. Yeah, he can. They're I reckon really... Robertson will be back. And that'll be that Robertson will be very handy because of his um, experience. But yeah, over there, Fremantle have looked good almost every game they've played at home. Yeah. So and with that five, Neil Sanderland. Yeah. I think they might get one of the um, Hill brothers back as well. So yeah. So from a Freo perspective, Walters looks like he's definitely going to come back. Alex Pierce, bit of a chance, still got that broken thumb. So Bradley Hill. There's a there's a few others that are you know waiting for fitness yeah. tests and stuff. But they've got enough. I think yeah, they've got think enough they've got pieces. Enough. And a lot of their kids, you know, Cox and a few of these guys against a pretty inexperienced back line. Uh, they yeah. got Hodge, but uh, do they play Hodge? Do they rest well, him? that's a thing. Yeah. He had a blinder last week. He, he said did. that he wants to play on. He didn't listen to the podcast, obviously. We were sort of both thinking this might be his last year, but he said he wants to play uh, on. He's, anyway. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because they've got a bit of a grudge match back at the Gabba the following week and whether they just want to keep him fresh for that. Mm. Especially if he does want to play next year and Fagan wants him there next year, do they just go one week on, one week off? Then mm. obviously not playing finals. So no, yeah. no point uh, pushing the fact. And then you get to blood an extra kid. And some good experience too. Yeah. See them, you know, get them to play away and play to the play foreign without ground. him. Yeah. Like they're going to have to do it soon. Yeah, it's so not that far away. Not that far away. Maybe one might more get, year, yeah, but might after get that. Yeah. 20, 30 more games from him and mm. that's about it. So Freo, I think, yeah. I think given obviously Brisbane's form, they will win some games at some stage but I don't, I just don't reckon this is going to be no not this me. one no. no I think look Brisbane have, you know they, they've shown a bit but you know back into the season this is when teams like a Brisbane are really really going to drop off yeah the top, the games that Brisbane are going to win are going to be at home you would think not away not, and not that far away, away as yeah. well yeah so just to recap Thursday night Richmond versus Sydney we've both gone with the Tigs so first versus second yeah on the Thursday night, on the Friday night, we've got the Dogs versus Geelong, 14th versus 7th, and Eddie had 7.50. We've both gone with the Catters. Both Cats, yes. Both Cats. Saturday games, Carlton versus the Power, 18th versus 5th, 145 MCJ. We both went with the Power. Power. By fair way, it looks like. Uh, 4.05, Adelaide versus the Eagles, 11th versus 3rd. We've both gone with the Eagles tentatively. Tentatively. Yeah. So if all four that are potential ins for Adelaide come back in, mm. I'm swapping my vote. I'll probably think about that as well. Yeah. But anyway, we'll have to wait and wait see who see. gets named. If a, if a bunch of this polish comes back, that's the thing. It is some significant ins that could come in. So. Yeah. Gold Coast versus the Magpies, fifteenth fourth. So, Pies. so if you don't know who the Gold Coast Suns are, they're also known as Witches Hats. They're, so the Hats versus the Magpies, Pies, Just Pies, shit all over them. Yeah, <laughs> Pie poo all over. Them. <laughs> yeah, <and> that's <laughs> that white terrible stuff that gets on yeah. the car. 
Next one, Giants versus the Hawks, 10th versus 9th. I really have to say I'm looking forward to this game more than almost all the games of the round, aside from Thursday. It shapes the season pretty heavily, but 7.25, spotless. I've gone with the Hawks, you've gone with the Giants. So we have differed a little bit this yeah. round. Yeah. Just the- I know it's in a way... I know, like, obviously, statistically, teams, you know... Don't win away as much as the I mean, way, but yeah, this is the time Hawthorne want, will want to play GWS while they've got a heap of shot, uh, soldiers out mm. and not playing good footy. It's, they're um, hitting absolutely. them at the best possible time. Yeah, absolutely, this looked like a, a and at night too up there because yeah. it's quite warm. I've been going to be quite warm in Sydney compared to Melbourne on Saturday. It's going to mm. be eighteen and sunny up there compared to twelve or thirteen and rain here. So. Yeah, uh, having it at night will drop down in temperature, so they'll be used to the cooler conditions. But I just, yeah, like I said um, earlier, the speed of that Giants midfield will probably outdo Hawthorne. I think so. And then Melbourne versus St Kilda. Yeah, interesting game, but Melbourne on the Sunday at 110, you would think would win this game. There could be 100 points. Yeah, 6th versus 16th. It's uh, quite a quite a gap between those a two sides. defence up against one of the best attacks. Yeah, yeah. it could be very nasty. <laughs> Doesn't so if you're a Melbourne supporter, don't worry about the snow. There's none this weekend. Go to the footy. Go and check it out. See what you think. It'd probably be a terrible crowd. <laughs> Next, uh, it'll be like two degrees as well. Next game, Essendon and then North. We've both gone with the Dons, but look, geez, yeah, this is a, this is the hardest tip for me, and it is very, almost a flip of the coin. Flip of the coin as well. This this, one, this yeah. and this and the Thursday, they're the two hard ones, and that'll really shape I think the tipping competitions aside from the latter but I think yeah that this is a really hard tip North yeah. in, in good form but gee they would love an up and firing weight for this game oh, that absolutely. would start to that just pre- flip that just, around well that just puts pressure on that Essendon back line both have to hit man up yeah. they two big forwards so that means Zeeble gets on the chain I think um, so yeah. so just freeze that forward line up for North if weight was playing so that's what I think the Dons and Dons pace off half back and through the midfield will expose well, them a bit more the big thing with Essendon this year is they've been so schizophrenic. They've beaten top teams, but then they've lost to Carlton. So they're, yeah. they're a bizarre team this year. But I think I still think I don't know. I just get a feeling that the Dons will win that one. And then Frio versus Brisbane, last game of the round, thirteenth versus seventeenth. We both think the Dockers. Frio just to keep them in that. Oh, we might test playing finals this year. We know nobody's going to, but they'll just win all these games at home just to be thereabouts. <coughs> yeah, so, by, by mathematical equations only. Yeah, and I think you would you would really think that they'll they'll solidify that they're a middle to kind of you know middle shite team. Mi- yeah, I think that's the thing where where they're at. They're they're building, and you know they back to old mate Ross and the, the, the tooth picker and I'll see how they go but yeah, I, yeah look the flosser the flosser but I think uh, Brisbane's going to really struggle I think here. so yeah. they'll win a couple more games don't get me wrong I don't think they're going to finish this is one gonna be win their, this is going to be their down game and then they'll have a couple of up games they'll have, but as you said at home that's where they're going to be yeah they'll win their so. games at home if they're going to win yeah, yeah. I can't say they're winning away from home at the moment they haven't shown enough to suggest otherwise yeah that's it so thanks so much for listening guys that is our round 15 preview so some really attractive games on paper. Surely we'd get at least two or three really good games out of that lineup. There'll be and, some blowouts, but it's a lot of season-defining games too. Now that there's starting to be that break away from the teams that can play finals to the yeah. teams that can't, and they've got a handful of games there where it's teams that are vying for top eight, top four, etc., etc. There's so, a lot, exactly. Yeah, it's very. It is very much a defining round. So you will also get a bonus episode tomorrow as well. 
So you'll you'll be listening to this on Wednesday at about midday. So on Thursday, I'll also drop a bonus episode. So we sat down just before this episode and did a, about a, just short of a two-hour chat around a whole lot of different topics. So we went through um, trade period, who we think is going to go, who is going to stay, type stuff. state of the game type of stuff as well. We went into brand line predictions, all sorts of different stuff. So Just some more general footy yeah, banter that we don't get time to do. In any depth. We t- around we, the game. We touch yeah. about and yeah, so uh, that's what you wanted to hear. So we decided to put a couple of hours into it. That's it. And yeah, just putting some time aside to go through, you know, what, what the potential rule changes might be at the end of the year and all sorts of different and stuff so definitely um, check that episode out thanks to our sponsors as well Hops to Home yep definitely and check them out AFL Deep Dives the promo code you get $25 off your first pack you can rate get us rate and review us keep rating and review us it does massively help us get exposure so if each time you do that yeah. people see the podcast and it does make a massive difference so every time somebody does it it moves us a little bit further up the chart and we're so. super grateful for it because um, if we don't continue to have listen to it, I mean we'll, we'll continue to talk about football we'll just, do it we'll anyway, just, but we'll it, just turn the it, mic off so. it makes it well it makes you feel a lot better yeah. in terms of you know that, it's, that people are enjoying and it's a bit of fun and we're really doing this for for fun and you know it's it's nice that you know i think the more people that are involved in it as well means we get you know more questions coming to us and we are going to build a space for that to to happen in terms of answering those so we are going to do a video uh, episode as well soon too which will be a pretty regular thing yeah, so hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll know more that, yeah more details around it so stay tuned for that yeah so there's a lot lot upcoming but yeah more listeners means there's it's just more fun and more input which should make it more interesting so yeah thanks so much for for listening. listening guys and we'll catch you next week see you next week see ya